And we're back on First and Now. It's the official BC Lions podcast, a presentation, as always, of our friends at IA Financial Group. IA Financial Group has over 125 years of experience helping Canadians. Proudly Canadian, IA Financial Group has over 7,000 employees and more than 4 million clients serving Canadians with a foundation of trust from coast to coast. IA Financial invested in you. Contact your financial advisor for more information. Now we have uh, on this episode, head coach Rick Campbell, director of football operations, Neil McAvoy. And uh, as of uh, this week, uh, they have both officially added co-general manager to their various titles. Uh, gentlemen, congratulations. And uh, Rick, I'll start with you because we just passed the one-year anniversary of your hire as head coach, December 2nd, I believe that was, of 2019, and you haven't even uh, done a game here yet, and you're already adding to your responsibilities. Uh, How exciting is this for you? I am excited. It's been a crazy year, to say the least, Um, but definitely excited and, um, you know, looking forward to it. You know, even though we haven't played, I've had a really good experience here. And I'm, I'm looking forward to getting onto the field, that's for sure. And Rick, expanding on that, uh, when you're a head coach, a lot of the general manager duties you're kind of doing already, right? You're heavily involved in evaluating players. Of course, uh, working for other teams, you have a good sense of this league and what players might be a fit here. So really, this is a lot of the things you've been doing already, right? Yeah, I think the big the thing between uh, where that, the GM role comes in is that link between the coaching staff and the personnel department. So um, it's when the personnel department and the coaching staff are really working well together and communicating well, then, then that's a good thing. And uh, we have every opportunity to do that here. So that's the part I'm looking forward to. And Neil, uh, same goes for you. This is kind of old hat for you. Uh, You started in 1995, ticket sales. uh, You were doing this, a lot of the media stuff, although there was no real web coverage back then that as I date myself here. But um, Neil, remind our fans uh, and our listeners and viewers here, um, you had an interesting path to football operations. Uh, It was mainly your computer skills that got your foot in the door on the football ops side. Yeah, I um, came in, you know, mid-90s when things weren't, uh, you know, as positive as they have been in in three-down football. And uh, so, you know, always looking for opportunities to better yourself and uh, get in the front door. And ticket sales was an opportunity for me to do that. And uh, as you said, I worked with media back when it was you know, press releases because it was gone. You know, we only had press. There was TV, radio, and paper. That's it. There was no online stuff. But uh, at that point, I was the one person in the office who did have computer skills coming from college. And, you know, the you know back when I was going to school in the mid-90s, you know, I did have a computer background. So I was able to transfer the BC Lions playbook onto a computer, which at the point, the coaches, Joe Pow Pow, Adam Rita, all those guys really thought it was really cool. Instead of hand drawing it, I can put it on the computer. So that was sort of my first step into uh, the football operations world, the coaching world. At that point, if you would have asked me, I wanted to be a coach. And uh, I really didn't see the personnel management side until early 2000s when Adam Rita asked me to do some more scouting and then 
when Wally came on, I moved towards the scouting department personnel side full time. So, um, yeah, I mean, ever since I've just been working away and trying to build a football team, as we say. You mentioned Adam Rita, Wally, uh, the late Bob Ackles, of course. Uh, you were here for his uh, tenure, his latest yep. tenure. Um, how much did those men help you in your path? You know what? Uh, all of them, all the guys I worked with, even if you want to add Bob Obilovich and the great Roy Shivers, all of those guys gave direction to me that I – was able to bank and count on and, uh, you know, use in my daily. And I still use a lot of the stuff that they taught me now. I mean, everyone has a different um, reason and everyone has a different view on to how things are done. So I'm a combination of all, all those, you know, uh, men who have worked in uh, with the BC Lions and in the Canadian Football League. So, you know, Greg Mons, Adam Rita, Joe Powpow, all those guys have uh, given me opportunities and um, you know giving me enlightenment and what it takes to build and, and run a football team we also uh confirmed uh, here that our coaching staff will remain in place uh, eight guys are uh, retained pretty much everybody uh, rick uh, talk a bit about that and how important that continuity will be uh, even though uh, again we didn't actually have games this year yeah it's a big step to our off season and to build momentum to get ready for 2021. So I was really excited to work with these guys, um, you know, to, to be able to work with them this last season and to have that continuity, even though we didn't play, there still were a lot of meetings that took place as far as playbook stuff, philosophy, all those type of things, and even getting to know the players. So um, I think it, uh, you know, it literally helps us hit the ground running. So um, that's a that's a big step. I'm I'm uh, I'm proud to have these guys back. They're good coaches. They're also good guys, and um, you know that's been my experience in the CFL and in football in general. Is you want to try to put as many quality people in the building as you can. Obviously, talent matters, but also that they're they're good people, so that uh, when you show up to work every day, it's a it's a good environment. And I think all these guys um, fit that bill. So looking forward to it. Yeah, and we, we've talked uh, at length uh, throughout this extended offseason about uh, continuity, again, is key. I mean, Jordan has worked with Mike Riley. Uh, you're familiar with the likes of Yano and Leroy and uh, even Kelly, a guy who's – Kelly Bates, who's been yeah. in here. I mean, you know, these guys, it's fair to say, have all bought into what we're looking to accomplish in 21 and beyond, right? Yeah, you're right. That's a good mix of people that I know. And I, I like having guys like Kelly Bates and, and Ryan Phillips here that know what it's about to be a BC Lion. And um, I think it creates a good a, a good mix of some new blood and um, some people like Neil and, and those guys that I mentioned that know what it's about to be to be a BC Lion. So uh, Very well said. Uh, RP, of course, yes. Uh, one of the returnees on this staff from 2019, along with Kelly Bates, who was brought in uh, partway through that season. Uh, more on the, the co-general manager aspect of it. Um, a lot of organizations, a lot of sports have more than one person handling the duties, but having two guys sharing the title, not something we're totally used to, um, but you guys have had a good run of that these past couple of months. Neil. It's safe to say that thing is going to be a seamless transition as well, right? 
Yeah, oh, absolutely. I mean, last year when um, Rick was brought on, I guess it's this year when Rick was brought on board, um, you know, in our, in our roles, we worked well together. Ed Hervey um, brought everyone together and, and uh, the group we had for the 2020 season was going to be a good group. You know, our football team was going to be a good team. And that starts right at the top, which is the head coach. The head coach, you know, is the, the hierarchy of your, of your organization. And Rick does a good job of communicating to everybody what his expectations are of his players and of the staff around him. And, you know, um, I think we have a great start into, you know, getting on the field in 2021, uh, you know, led by Rick Campbell, who is our head coach and uh, will lead us in the right direction and rudder the ship. It's going to be good. And la previous to this, uh, we'd announced Ryan Rigmaiden was back, uh, director of U.S. Scouting. That's a guy who's found a lot of players. I mean, you can mention guys like, uh, you know, latest example, Brian Burnham, Solly, Biggie. Uh, Micah Allway was a guy I think Riggs uh, first played a big role in signing. I mean, how excited are you, Neil, to be back working with him? Well, first off, let me just say one of the things I learned by working in um, football by all the guys I mentioned before, and Ed was good at this, is that you don't individually find players. We all as a group find players and groom them into B, BC Lions. So Ryan did have and has contributed into finding BC Lions in the past, and he will continue to do that. And we're all excited as a group to uh, work together and uh, build this team into a championship caliber team. Um, you know, I'm, you know, I, and I, I think Rick's the same way. We don't like to say that, oh, that person did this, this person did this. As a group, we all work well together, and we will work well together to build a football team and make this, uh, you know, a good football team moving forward. Absolutely, yeah. Definitely a team effort on the personnel side of things. Uh, more on 2021, uh, looking at the schedule, uh, 12 of 18 games are against West Division opponents as uh, they keep travel and safety in mind. Uh, during these crazy COVID times. Uh, Rick, you no doubt have uh, looked up and down the schedule a few times. Uh, what stands out to you as far as uh, 2021? Well, I think I think this might be a keeper. We'll see how this all plays out, but I don't mind tweaking it just by two games. So, you know, we'll end up playing Hamilton and Toronto one time each, but then we play everybody else at least home and away, and then obviously some more teams three times. But I think it actually can be a good thing and not, not just because of this uh, COVID situation. So I think it creates some good rivalries. Um, you know, we still play everybody in the league, which is a good thing. So um, I, I kind of like it. I wasn't, I wasn't sure until I saw it in action, and uh, um, I think it's going to be pretty good. I know it's always fun. You know, the fans love seeing, you know, teams like Saskatchewan, Edmonton, Calgary, all their – our, our Western rivals play here. So I, I think that's a good thing. And, um, you know, still get to see uh, Ottawa and Montreal come to town. Hey, you mentioned Ottawa uh, going to make our return to the nation's capital, not until pretty much close to the end, or it might be the last yeah. game of the year. Uh, have you marked that one down already, or is it more about uh, what's coming up in front of you here? Lots of stuff to worry about before that. It all, it's always fun to go back to places where you've worked before. So, you know, I'll look forward to that, but, um, um, you know, a lot, lot, of, lot of days to, to go by before that happens. 
Yes, uh, let's let's get the holiday shopping done first for one. Uh, anyway, um, Neil, uh, while we're talking about road trips and games and scheduling, uh, a, a big part of your uh, job description these past several years has been in charge of travel and all the logistics that go into that. Um, what's that going to be like uh, during these times? Because, you know, we see NFL teams and games are getting delayed and sometimes I think teams are traveling in the day of the game. Any sense on how different that might look next year? Yeah, we've talked about it. Um, you know, you know, back to the schedule, the reality is playing the Western teams, like Rick said, it's more exciting, okay? Right. Having to play Calgary and Edmonton and Saskatchewan and Winnipeg as BC Lions, I mean, those are, those are the teams you want to play more. Those are the teams, you know, we're going to beat those teams. The Eastern teams, no big deal. But the Western teams, those are the teams you got to beat and we will beat. Um, but – that being said, yes, I mean, just because of the way COVID is, we're going to have to make some, you know, possible changes, maybe flying in the day of the game. That's something that we had talked about. Um, we, we charter to most of our games and, and you know, uh, for getting to Calgary and Edmonton the day of the game shouldn't be that big of a deal, you know. The problem is, is that when you compare us to just the way the United States is, you know, if you're in Chicago and have to go to Green Bay or when you're in, you know, Kansas City and have to get to, I mean, those those are 20-minute flights, so we just don't have that luxury. Right. We are, you know, our, our closest opponent is 12 hours away, which would be like, you know, flying from Chicago, to, you know, down to Miami, which, you know, we just don't have that luxury of, of being so close. So, you know, uh, that's, 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 that's one problem that we have, just the country being so big and vast is that, you know, you have to fly and, you know, to get guys off their feet to be ready to play a professional football game, it's always, you know, it's not always conducive to fly in an hour before and play and away you go. But, you know, uh, when we get closer and when hopefully things settle down COVID-wise and, and we'll have a better idea of you know, what, uh, you know, what we're going to have to make change-wise in the new world that uh, we're, we're moving towards. It's a good point. I mean, um, our closest flight is an hour to Calgary. And uh, talking to a friend of mine who works for the Vancouver Canucks, and he travels to a lot of the trips, and that's the same for them. And then you go to the Eastern Conference of the NHL, all the flights are like that, practically. Yeah. In some cases, yeah, right. they, they bus. And, uh, and, and yeah, I know, it's, it's, it's not easy traveling to Hamilton or Toronto just for one game and adjusting the body clocks. and you were here at a time where the Lions, we dominated at home, and you heard Eastern people say, oh, well, it's unfair for Eastern teams to play at 10 o'clock at night, when the reality is that goes both ways. It's not easy for a West Coast team to play games on the morning time on their body clock. So, yeah, uh, it's going to be fascinating uh, to follow along, and uh, it's just great that we have some games uh, to look ahead to uh, but again, uh, moving it back to more current times here, uh, you guys, along with the entire football personnel department, going to be uh, planning the roster for 2021. Um, the pieces are in place, talking about guys like Mike Riley, Brian Burnham, a couple big additions on defense last year. Uh, Rick, start with you. Uh, what can you say about the process now uh, as you look to make whatever tweaks will need to be made? Yeah, well, we really liked our roster going into last season. And um, there's um, CFL free agency happens in February. So there's some guys that we definitely want to 
try to re-sign if we can. And that's going to be the next step coming up as the league opens up back for business as far as uh, player transactions or that. So, you know, step one, get the coaching staff together, our football operations department, our scouts, all that is get that solidified. And then the next step where it's going to be busy is to get, uh, get as many of these guys as we can re-signed back up and, uh, and go from there. So, um, I think that's going to be exciting too once we get into that and fans can actually, you know, we can be talking about players we've signed, you know, not talking about all this other stuff we had to had to talk about this year. So I, <clears throat> I'm personally looking forward to that too of, of uh, reading and hear about the players we've re-signed and then, uh, you know, getting them ready for next year. And Neil, a big part of that is the evaluation, uh, whether it's free agent camps down south, combines before the draft up here. Uh, that's all going to be different now. And I was talking to Ryan Rigmaiden a few days ago about this, and he said it's just back to your classic uh, film evaluations and relying on word of mouth. How different is this part going to be for you, Neil? Yeah, I mean, it's going to be different for all of us. You know, we're used to just going out to a free agent camp to, to look at about four or five players and invite 25 more to come. And, and, you know, maybe the other guys that uh, you weren't necessarily expecting, they just pop out or run fast. And, you know, currently we're not going to be able to do that. You know, I mean, we're going to get back, but currently right now that's not going to be the case. So you're going to have to depend on, you know, your scouts doing a lot of film work, talking to these guys to, you know, not only, you know, seeing them in person, but making sure they're going to fit the uh, reality of, of, of what it's what it's going to be like to be a BC Lion. And, you know, it's just going to be different that, you know, and then unfortunately for all of us, it's just unknown. You know, this is part of the job that is just so new that we're just, we're not used to it because we've never been to this, this realm before. You know, my hope is that starting in the new year, we start getting back to some normalcy and we can play the season and you know, the reality is as a scout, as a football operations person watching film, that's part of the job, and we'll do that. I thought we did a really good job last year uh, with the CFL draft because that's basically the only way we were able to, um, you know, look at those guys. And, uh, you know, with the draft coming up in the new year as well, we're going to have to continue that on, and that's going to have to relate to our American players. So, you know, we're not going to miss a beat that way. It's just going to be different. We're going to have to change the way the you know, we do. We have done things in the past. Now, as uh, December goes on here, um, you know, guys will be heading home and doing their holiday plans. Uh, what's going on for the holidays? Uh, coach, uh, I'm probably going to uh, enjoy some family time. That's the plan. I, I'm sure like everyone, we're kind of waiting to see how everything works out, make sure that we can do it safely and all that stuff. But I do have, I have some... Most of my family's on the other side of the border right now in the in the USA, but not too far away in Idaho. So um, hopefully, be able to get together with them. We'll see. Like I said, see how all this all this plays out. But uh, I won't be disappointed if I'm uh, spending the holidays here in Vancouver too. So not a not a bad place to hang out. Hopefully, maybe get some skiing in, do a few do a few things like that, and uh, go from there. Yeah, and I, um, I, I know your wife uh, at one point lived in Whistler, so safe to say she's giving you all the tips on the best places to ski here on the yeah, West Coast. The good news is she's a skier, and, and so am I. So I'm, that's why I'm hoping to get some of that in this, this winter and uh, get out in the mountains. 
And I'll tell you, yeah, being able to celebrate virtually uh, with relatives in other places definitely um, better than not celebrating at all. Uh, Neil, uh, you're, you're going to take some well-deserved time here uh, uh, in a little bit. Everyone's local, everyone's at home. Uh, how much are you going to enjoy uh, the holiday tradition? All, all my family members are from the uh, Lower Mainland. Um, Carrie has some family members in Edmonton, so we'll have to Zoom them, but I'll be visiting a lot of garages and, and uh, social distancing with uh, family and just doing the best we can to uh, maintain whatever the health orders are and, and celebrating Christmas the best we can. And I look forward to the invite uh, to your garage party. So that's great. Yeah, the, um, the name of the game is Garage Beers. Correct. <laughs> Nothing if, wrong if with it, that. If, it's not, if, it, if you haven't got the invite in the mail, just keep on looking. It'll be there. Okay. I, uh, they actually, uh, I shouldn't laugh at this. Someone in our condo building actually broke into a part of the mailbox. Not our part of it, thankfully. And and people who have their mail on that side are going nuts because they got to go to the post office. And uh, so if, if must have been, must have been broken into that. Yeah. So that that's maybe minded too. So that's uh, perfect. Uh, hey gentlemen, um, tough question. I saved till the end. Okay. Who gets the GM office? Who gets it? Yeah. I don't even know if we, I don't even know if we have one here. Sure. There is. I, 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 we're going to stick you in it. Okay. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's the key to the turnaround. We'll, we'll, we'll stick you in there and we'll come visit you in there. No, yeah. Maddie, I've been in this office for uh, the currently one I'm in for 21 years. So, I mean, there, there could be bodies in this office. So I'm going to stick with this one until they tell me to move. <laughs> I was going to say uh, there to Rick, I mean, yeah, a lot of stuff has gone down in that other one. So, uh, you want to be attached to that history. I'm just saying, Neil, if you want to switch, I mean, we need some good karma. I mean, haven't hosted a playoff game in a few years, you know, something's got to change. I don't know. Could be your office. I agree. Maybe we'll have to make the change. <laughs> there you go. Uh, actually, I know whose office it's going to be. I can't tell you yet. I just, anyway. Guys, uh, this is fun. Uh, congratulations again. I know uh, 2020 has been nothing like any of us ever expected, but uh, the light is at the end of the tunnel, and uh, we appreciate you as always making the time here on First and Now. I think we should. Our goal for 2021 should be to do these in person. There you go. I agree. Yeah. Got to do this in person and have press conferences in person. That'll be that'll actually be exciting again. No more relying on the Wi-Fi, right? Exactly. Old school. Okay. Thanks, fellas. Thanks, man. See ya.